Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Making Waves at Sea Level. My name is Tom Singer, and I am so happy that you're here listening to this podcast. We are up to episode number, gosh, I think it is 748. We're pushing down towards 800 episodes. We've been doing this for eight years, and the podcast had been on hiatus for a while. My life has gone in a lot of different directions, some good, some not as good, but I wasn't able to continue to do the podcast. It was originally twice a week, then it became once a week, then it became sporadic, and I'm not a really big fan of sporadic podcasts. I like things that are just more constant, more continuous, and so I had to take a step back until I could get myself wrapped around where do we want to go. Along the way, I've decided that as we relaunch the podcast, we're going to do a bunch of five to eight minute little snippets where I talk about ideas or things that you should know as a leader, things I hear from other people I interview and get to sit down and talk to. I have a role now where I serve as the leader of the Austin Technology Council, and part of that is I'm on a listening tour talking to tech execs in one of the most vibrant technology communities in the world here in Austin. And so I get to learn a lot of really cool things from a lot of these people, and I'm going to take some of these ideas and just share them with you in short snippets here on the podcast. And today, I want to talk to you about the next book you should read. That's right. I think as soon as you finish listening to this short podcast, you need to jump over to Amazon and buy your copy of Everyone Wants to Work Here. It's a book by Maura Thomas. Now, if you don't know Maura Neville Thomas, she is a prolific writer around productivity and attention management. In fact, she is the world's leading expert on attention management. And in fact, you say, Tom, that's a big proclamation that you make. Well, hit pause, go to Google, and search the term attention management. The first thing you're going to see is her 2018 article in the Harvard Business Review about how it's where we put our attention that matters the most. So she sort of pioneered the term. Other people have stolen it and use it, but really, if you're thinking about who knows about attention, you're not going to find anybody better than Maura Thomas. And if you Google that, you're going to see the HBR, HB, Harvard Business Review article, but you're also, everything on that front page is quotes from Maura, podcasts with Maura, other articles that Maura has written for Forbes and other publications around this concept of how, where we put our attention is what really matters because it's your attention management that matters. And this new book Everyone Wants to Work Here talks about how when you can help get your people to be more productive and how you can create that right atmosphere for your team, they're going to thrive. In fact, I love the subtitle of this book. It is Attract the Best Talent, Energize Your Team, and Be the Leader in Your Market. So if you're a leader of a company or a team or just in your community, I want you to think about that for a minute. Number one, attract the best talent. Isn't that what we all want? We want the best people to come be part of our ecosystem. So if you can find ways to draw people to come work for you, that's half the battle. Second piece is energize your team. Let's face it. We live in a world where people expect to be engaged. There's more disconnection out there than ever before. And yet when you can energize your team and make them feel that they're contributing and that they're part of something bigger than them, 
they're going to stay at your company longer. They're going to work harder and they're going to be more satisfied in their job. And then the third part on here is be the leader in your marketplace. I haven't talked to anybody who says, nah, I'm pretty happy being like the fifth or sixth best. Everyone wants to lead in their product or their service. And when you get the right people on your bus and you can get them doing their best, that's what's going to happen for your company. So Maura is a great writer. All of her books are fantastic. This one is no exception. It just came out today. The day I'm releasing this podcast is actually the day the book is now available for sale through Barnes & Noble, Amazon, etc. Now, here's the thing. Because we're friends, she actually lives right down the street. And I know her through the world of professional speakers. We're both very active in the National Speakers Association, both our Austin chapter here in, in, in Central Texas and the national organization. So she and I are personal friends. However, that's not the reason I'm doing this podcast on her book. I got a pre-released copy and I was able to skim through this before the book even came out. And I am really excited that this is a very well-written and book full of tips that are going to help you be a better leader and get your team on board to be more productive. But the one reason I wanted to talk about this book today in the podcast is I'm having a lot of conversations with leaders through tech companies and others who are really still struggling with this whole idea of hybrid, remote, or in the office work. And chapter seven in Mora's book, Everyone Wants to, Everyone Wants to Work Here, is one of the best written pieces about how remote and hybrid work are changing business. Because let's face it, it's changing. I talked to a young professional the other day whose company said, come back to the office, and she doesn't want to. So she's either going to strike a deal where she doesn't have to come back to the office, or she'll go find another job. These are real things that bosses need to think about because you don't want your best employee who's doing a great job to leave because you changed a policy. So we need to be having these conversations. And while this book is filled with amazing stuff, this really stood out to me because I've had a lot of conversations recently about this remote or in-office work and what companies are doing. Because here's the interesting thing about this topic. You talk to one CEO who really believes for culture reasons, everyone needs to be in the office. He's convinced or she's convinced they're right for everybody that the way they want to do it is the way. Then you talk to somebody else who's built a very successful, very engaged team where everybody is fully distributed around the country. There is no office and they're making a lot of money. They're successful. People stay for a long time and they say, my way is the best way. And they think those people who want people in the office are wrong. You talk to employees who want to work from home and they say remote work is best. That's where I'm more productive. You talk to employees who really long to have that sense of belonging and they go, no, I want to be back in the office at least two or three days a week. Everybody thinks their viewpoint is the best. And what Mora has done in this book is she has spelled out a way to make you think about it without telling you how or what to do in this chapter. And so the chapter is really good because she really talks about what are the success metrics that you need as a business and what are the individual success metrics, metrics that people need. And she goes through ideas around how are you making sure that those two things line up? Because if you want to have the best employees, they need to be happy but they also need to be productive in getting the work done. Then she goes through and really spells out in detail definitions of what these terms that we toss around in the workplace today are all about. Because there's remote work, there's a distributed team, there's a fully distributed team, there's hybrid work, there's in the office. She goes in explaining what each of these means in a very basic and thoughtful way. Because if you throw around the wrong term, 
people get confused. So she's done a great job of really taking this together and pairing it up with making you think about what are the factors to consider around having remote work. She's talked to a lot of experts about why they want people back in the office. She's talked to a lot of people about why they want to be remote. And she does such a good job in this book that this chapter alone is worth the purchase price because, let's face it, if you're going to have a team, you have to be able to build trust. And you can't have trust if people are on opposite sides of an issue. So you want to make sure that you're really getting everybody to come together and collaborating. So the book is great. There's so many things in this book, and I only do a short little podcast now, so I can't tell you everything. But I think chapter seven, you got to buy the book just to read chapter seven because this isn't going away. But here's the thing. Productivity, attention management, getting things done. This is super important if you want to have a workplace where people feel engaged. I know because my area of expertise is helping people feel connected, getting people to feel like they're part of a community, a network. And I have found in my own work that people feel more disconnected than ever, and they want to have a sense of belonging. So regardless of how you're doing this in your workplace, regardless of what your policies are of whether people work from home or whether they work remote, are you making sure that people feel a sense of belonging, that they feel that they're a sense of a team? So that resonated a lot with me because I think that matters. Let's face it, all opportunities come from people, and when we can get our people to connect and get together, we're going to win more. So if you're a leader who reads, and all of you should be leaders who read because leaders are readers, you need to make sure that the next book that you put on the stack, that you pick up and read, is Maura Thomas's Everyone Wants to Work Here. I can't say enough things about it. So thank you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. We're trying to make these short. We're trying to make them fast and different, give you a little something to take away. Do me a favor. I've got a thick skin. I mean, don't be a dick, but reach out and tell me what you like about this new format, maybe some topic ideas that you would like me to address. I am really excited to rebirth this podcast and to be able to bring some thoughts and ideas to you in this new shorter format. Now, if you like the interview format, I still do interview podcasts because the Austin Technology Council, where I work, has actually launched a podcast. We're about 21 episodes in, and we interview top leaders in the Austin, Texas tech community about their business, their success, and what they think the future of our community is. Whether you live in Austin or not, you want to tune in to Austin Tech Connect because you're going to get some in-depth interviews where people are going to share real actionable ideas about how to lead a company or another part of a community because I think it's a really good show. So I'm getting the interviews still once a week for Austin Tech Connect. But on this show, for the time being, we're going to try this short format. format. So let me know what you think and go out there and have an absolutely great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.